Welcome back, Sub Zero Sports, Season Two, Episode One. How are we doing today, Austin Pool? We are back, baby. Been a long time coming. I'm doing good, man. I'm glad we got this back in a roll, man. Too long, dude. Well, uh, two years in the making here. It's uh, some improved equipment. Some, a little bit. Hopefully, a little new and improved Sub Zero Sports. Maybe a little better audio quality, possibly. Hopefully, that's the plan. Well, it's been a long time coming. We're happy to be back. That's a uh, ooh, little that's cheers on the first episode. A little cheers. Oh, let me get got to. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Back in action. Well, let's start it off with a little uh, football podcast. Yep. Way so back we got two years to make up. Yeah. So September 2020, what happened? I don't want to talk about that. We were ending right when your stupid Lakers were winning the title. Mm. So I don't want you to got lucky that. with that one. I think one of the last episodes we were talking about uh, Kawhi and choking it against the Nuggets. I don't think he's played a game since. I don't think he has. That's really bad. Honestly. How the NBA has changed since then. Oh, my gosh. Well, the Warriors Warrior, were back on top. Which Warriors were the down. Team. Then they win it all. Steph gets healthy. Clay gets healthy. Draymond's still Draymond. Draymond's worse. Yeah, he's definitely worse. He's definitely worse than he used to be. But, hey, they found a way to win. But we're not talking basketball, bro. We're not talking about basketball. You know, because of COVID, we never really got to do a pure college football NFL podcast. Dude, like one started. of our first ones was Super Bowl. Yeah. We ended was that the uh Chiefs versus Bucks? No. No, it was Chiefs Niners. Oh my god. We missed a whole year. What? Dude. It's been a long time. We never got to do football. We got the Super Bowl. And then guess what? Bad timing of starting a sports podcast in February of two thousand twenty. I cancel every single sport. That we we got forty four episodes out for y'all. And probably a majority of those were talking about our favorite cereal. <laughs> yeah, or giving out like pop tops or like spicy wings. Yeah, trying to eat spicy wings. That I was not to do the hot wing challenge again. Oh God! But today, football. Let's start with a little uh, Tua Tugavailoa. Dude, that was bad. It was really bad. Well, what makes it worse is his injury against the Bills. You know? Well, that looked horrible. It that looked was bad. A big thing. Like, it's one thing to get a concussion, right? But it's a whole other thing to, like, fall, like, get up and then fall back down. Like, but have no balance. Didn't they report it as back and, back and ankle injury? Yeah. And it's not a concussion. When he got up, walked five yards, and then just collapsed the ground. Yeah. I'm not going to say – you don't want to speculate, right? Because obviously Tua had to say so in it. But at some point, as a medical professional – you have to save the player from themselves, right? Because everyone wants to play all the time. But with seeing it how it happened, it definitely looks like a misreported injury that now looks really bad after the injury from Thursday night game. Well, they're under a lot of scrutiny right now. They already were. From that, yeah. But supposedly, you know, you have a doctor tweeting – like, how dare they, they let him play against the Bengals Thursday night four or five days after this happens? And then, but what makes it MERS? What MERS? All right, these headphones are messing with me a little bit. MERS. <laughs> what makes it worse? It's just the extent of the injury on Thursday night against the Bengals. Like, his fingers. I, I have nightmares of his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, it's called fencing. So it's like a mechanism of your body. That it's like your body instinctually trying to protect itself from like a head trauma. Yeah, and you see it like in UFC fights, you know, when someone yeah. gets knocked out, they just get super stiff, arms going up in the air, legs going up in the air. Yeah, they lock up. Yeah, that's kind of what he did, I feel like. Yeah, he definitely did. That's what really it comes down to is the Players Association already said they've launched like a full investigation and are looking into every single legal pathway that they can. Yeah. So... I mean, we'll see what comes of it. Mike McDaniel, I saw him, coach of the Dolphins, interview today saying they've done everything by the book. 
So I'm not sure if anything's going to like come back on him. But you got to worry about maybe like a team doctor. Well, they said they were evaluating him every day. Like every single day they were making sure everything looked okay. But they let him play. I mean, you know the NFL has gotten worse and worse over concussion. Not worse, but better over concussion protocol. And concussions have gone down significantly over the past. Like I think last year was like the lowest amount of concussions ever in NFL history. You got the new helmet technology and just how much they actually check their players and if they have any extent of concussion at all, like they don't let them go back in. Well, so I'd be surprised if something came of it. I mean, now they have all that CTE stuff too. Exactly. Which was like not a thing five years ago. Yep. Or however many years ago. But that's like popping up saying people are dying from it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't know. know. Like you said, we'll see what comes of it. But knowing today's league, unless some fishy stuff was going with Miami, which could have happened. They wanted Tua. He's been playing good. Had a great game against the Bills. Might have wanted them against the Bengals. Pushed them a little too far. But we'll see what comes of it. But if you're Miami, why push him? Because you have a 17-game season. You're Because of the way you started, you have high expectations. Like you said, the win over the Bills. He comes back in. They still win that game. Like, why not let the guy completely heal? So if you're Miami, like, I'm not so sure they actually did anything wrong. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, they reported a back and ankle injury. Obviously, it looks like from that video, it's a concussion. But can they falsely report without getting in trouble? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they can. But, like I said, I, I don't want to speculate on someone's health, obviously, but it looked bad, but I'm not so sure when it's all said and done that it's actually going to be bad. Yeah. Well, hopefully, for Tua's sake, he comes back maybe a few weeks out. Hopefully, it's not season-ending. But I, mean, I don't think it will be. I already saw he was discharged like the night yep. of the game and Flew traveled back on the team. The team. Mm-hmm. So, that's a good sign. Very good sign. Well, prayers out to Tua. Hopefully, everything's all right. Uh, Bengals ended up winning that game 27-15. Uh, Miami didn't look terrible. I saw. I didn't watch the entire game, but Teddy had a pretty good drive. I mean, they were trying to. They got those two speed receivers with Waddle and Hill. Just get them the ball and make them work. They will. I mean, that's a whole different game if Bridgewater doesn't throw that interception that the Bengals take back to the complete opposite side of the field, mm-hmm. and they punch in the knockout punch. Really, so I mean, we're talking one play that could have changed the outcome of the game, and you got Miami with a backup quarterback. So overall, I've been impressed with Miami. I didn't expect them to beat Buffalo. I did not expect this at all. Josh Allen, I mean, I thought Miami would be a decent football team, but you look at all the the videos and the flack that Tua took in the offseason about, like, he can't even throw a football. And, like, good luck with Tyree Hill because he's going to underthrow everything. Oh, he's, he's, definitely been, he's definitely been underthrowing him a few times. Didn't he have a pick last night where he underthrew him by, like, 15 yards? Yeah, he did underthrow him. I'm not saying he's got this cannon arm, but, like, he considering doesn't. what you saw in the offseason, he, I mean, better than expected. All you got to do is do what they did on Bama. Get a little five-yard slant, hit him in stride, let him run. I mean, he is throwing to a former teammate. Yeah, and Waddle. Waddle's been going off. that connection. But how'd you like fantasy last night? Treat you well? No, dude. Fantasy night game? so bad to me. Dude, fantasy has been rough on me. Bad. And we got a punishment this year. Last place has to go Waffle House for 24 hours. And I'll be honest... My buddy Brad wasn't 0 3. I'd probably be in last at the moment. I mean, we're still like right there, though. We're, we're only quarter way through the year, and I'm very worried about finishing last. I just got to get healthy. Bro, I feel like I got Keenan Allen. McCaffrey's questionable every week. Hawkinson's getting injured. Montgomery just got injured. There's always like one team every year that I try and stay away from their players. And. It was the Bears going into the season. But as a Panthers fan, I don't even want our players. I drafted DJ Moore, and he's horrible. The only one you want is McCaffrey. And they're not even using him enough. But, like, he's on the field. He's not doing much, but he's still getting you 16 points a game. Which, in the grand scheme of things, isn't bad. But where you get him in the draft is pretty bad. I mean, you got to worry, too, about if they do increase his workload – then, I mean, he's already questionable. 
the dude is like a walking injury. But hasn't missed a game yet. We're still still doing good there. He played three games. Hey. He I mean, still hasn't missed a game. What did he do last year? He played in what? The first two, two or three games and was out like the whole year. I'm just saying, dude. We're almost week four and there's no seasoning in the injury yet. Maybe not season injury. Last year wasn't like season injuring. It was Ended like, up being season and season ending injury. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. All right, guys, we got headphones now, and there's a little delay in them, and it's causing issues with the speaking. But I'm trying fuck to it. correct myself, like in the moment, it sounds like I don't know how to speak. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's funny. We'll get used to it. But yeah, I mean, he didn't have a season ending injury per se. But it was like as soon as he get back, one another injury, another injury, another injury, and then he's out again. Well, he's good for now. We'll see. He's good for now. Who's not? That's good all I can hope. Is the Panthers though? The Panthers suck. It's awful. The offense sucks. Defense is promising. The defense is young too. They're young. Brian Burns, Jeremy Chen. I mean, we have some studs on the team. We have some studs on the offense. J.C. Horn's playing pretty good. Well, he is honestly. Shy okay. Smith sucks. JC Horn's okay too. He got burned a few times. First but time. he caused a pick. Yeah. And a fumble, didn't he? I'm not anti JC Horn. You're anti South Carolina. Yeah, but like when they're a Panther, I pull for them. I don't I don't pull for Shy Smith. I mean, I want him to do good. He's just not gonna do good. Chenault's better. I mean, he did catch a bomb this past No, who I don't like. Chubba Hubba. Yeah. That boy fumbles the ball. Well, we need something behind McCaffrey because of how much of an injury risk he is. Foreman's not a bad option. I mean, he's not bad. Not terrible. You're not going to have a one-two punch like Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon on every single team. Dalvin Cook and Addison. I mean, I agree, but... I mean, I I agree. I like Foreman, though. He's like a mini Derrick Henry to me. Chubba's like a not-very-good McCaffrey. And form is that power guy. I agree. Whatever happened to the other back that we had, too? Who? Abdullah? Is he gone? The fullback? No. He was another running back. I think he was like out of Nebraska. Uh, I don't know. Probably got cut. Probably so. You get cut from the He Panthers, ran a little bit leave. last year when McCaffrey was out behind Hubbard. No idea. I don't know. Switching gears a little bit here, we have – Big college football slate, especially as diehard Clemson Tiger fans. You already know it, baby. Game day. Saturday night in the Valley. Is it 8 o'clock kick? 7.30. 7.30 kick. We're going to go out there and brave the hurricane, which has apparently taken a turn. Yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, not sports related, they have no idea what the weather's doing. No. It looked like it was going to be Notre Dame 2015, and hurricane's taking a little move to the right. And it's looking like it's gonna gonna miss us. I either want all or nothing though. Yeah, same. Either like be Notre Dame or don't rain on me a drop. I don't think it's gonna rain. They're calling right now for no rain. Uh, but I'm with you. I wanted the rain. Rain games have they're just the best. They're the best. Best games ever, twenty fifteen Notre Dame. Twenty ten, eleven TCU, whenever that game was. Pouring I completely rain. disagree though. The best? My you favorite games as a rain. fan ever have been rain games. Actually being there. The football play isn't as good. You know, you're running the ball, you're fumbling ball, interceptions. But being there as a fan, with it being a close game, those are so much fun when it's just pouring down rain, everyone just accepts the fact that they're wet, and they just have a good time. Say, so screw it. But you prefer. Crazy. So you're, you're telling me you would prefer to sit in the rain? No. I'm saying if it's going to be a hurricane – Bring it on. But I'm not I don't want a hurricane every single time. But you're saying you you're hoping for the rain this week. Since they were calling for it, you I was just like, already yeah, prepared I wanted for it. it. What's up? You just already prepared for it. I prepared, dude. I was ready to wear the waders during it. The I mean I'm show. still gonna What? I'm still gonna bring like all the rain gear. Oh, just in case for sure. But I don't want it to rain. I think I'll just have so many good memories from Notre Dame twenty fifteen. I was that just kinda hoping fun. for a repeat with that one. That was a lot of fun. That was the most fun I've probably ever ever had at a football game. Being a freshman at Clemson during that time was nice as well. I have to agree. That was... Being in the student section and just how that game turned out, 
everything leading up to it, you know, we hadn't won a natty then, playing Notre Dame, coming to Death Valley. It was just so much hype, and we haven't had a game. We had Louisville 2016, but since then, we haven't had a very hyped-up football game at Clemson. So this, I'm kind of getting the same feeling here. NC State, game day, calling for a hurricane. It looks like it's going to miss us a little bit, but I'm getting that same kind of hype, energy from the fans, and I think the crowd's going to be crazy Saturday night. The crowd will definitely be crazy. So here's the thing, though. Do you think having the hurricane, let's say it just it's Notre Dame, does that favor Clemson or NC State more as opposed to if it's normal weather or it doesn't rain, does that favor Clemson or NC State more? I think it favors us a lot more uh, just because of our run game. I think our run game is ten times better than theirs. So you think if we just line up, play smash mouth in the trenches, that we favors Clemson? I think by at least 14. If it's pouring down rain, obviously if we can score. The biggest thing, it's not always about just the rain. The big thing with what the, uh, coming in this week was the wind. You know, if yeah. there's 30 mile an hour gusts, you can't throw the ball. You know, they wipe the ball dry like every single time. Uh, makes it difficult to catch for receivers once it's flying through the air. But it's really the wind that's a big deal. And it might still be windy, but it's looking like uh, not going to be too much rain. It's going to be windy. Definitely. I don't think we're going to get rain done, but it's going to be windy. That's going to be the big factor is as much as Clemson torched and got torched through the air last week, with the win, will we be able to throw and will they be able to throw? No. But we have the same conditions. And I think if it comes down to it, neither team can throw the ball. Comes down to running game, our running game is way better. And our run defense is way better. I mean, you probably don't want anybody but Will Shipley if you're Clemson. No. Like, no one better to be running the football in a rain game. No. And everything I've heard, NC State doesn't have a running game. Like, three yards of carry or something. God, wouldn't that be nice? I've heard the running game's not good at all. I mean, we got ran on last week, too. But it was because they were running that mesh that offense that we have no idea how to stop. We can't defend it. We couldn't uh, stop that when Venables was coordinator. And it doesn't doesn't help when uh, our secondary so hurt. Yeah, and that's another thing is, are we going to be healthy? Looks like Xavier Thomas is going to miss another game. Why do no national analysts like to talk about the fact that we were so hurt on secondary? They're just talking about how bad our secondary was, but don't want to mention anything about the amount of injuries that we had out, and we had nothing but freshmen at corner. Because that's not headlines. No. Like for national sports media, that doesn't make an article. But putting a giant headline up there that number five Clemson torched by Sam Hartman and Wake Forest – like, Sam Hartman's a very good quarterback, too. Yeah, he is. And Wake's receivers are good. Their whole team's good. Yeah. They're, I mean, their defense is not. No, defense sucks. They're That's the other thing this week. NC State's defense is a lot better than Wake Forest. Yeah, they're a top 20 defense. Yep. I don't think they've given up more than 20 points in a game. So, I think. To East Carolina, too. The line's at, what, minus seven, six and a half, seven and a half? Yeah, it's right in there. Right under the touchdown. Over, under. At one point, I think, got down to 40 or 41. What? I think so. It was back up to 45, 46, I believe. I'd still take the over. That's what's at right now. Especially right if the now. weather is starting to clear up a little bit. Can we get a fact check on that? Get a fact check? On what check, it is uh, right now? Let's check our Twitch stream real quick. Hey, guys, can y'all let us know? Yeah, Just we kidding. Have so many fans. Yeah. You know let's how it see. is. But, hey. You already know we're pulling that dub. 45? 45 on the dot. So we need a uh, quick little math right here. A little 24, 21. I can't imagine we only scored. If I feel like if we only score 24, we lose. No. But all depends on the weather. 30 mile an hour gusts, it's going to be hard to score. I'm just kind of thinking, A, I mean, we're down in a stadium. So, yeah, the wind will affect them. But down on the field, how much? Not as much as it's going to affect the upper deck. No. So, and then at this point, I don't think it's going to rain. So, if it holds right now, I'm hammering that over. Hammer it right now before it goes up. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm just going to hammer it right now. That's that's a lock? That's one of my locks. We're going to get there. I like it. But I'm just going to take it right here on the fly. If you have uh, over-under at 45 or so, even 46, call it a lock, hit the over. I mean, I the only way, in my opinion, it doesn't hit is if we just hammer them. 
and they can't score. They'll be able to score. That's what I'm saying. Based on last week, they're going to score – I mean, I think they're going to score 21 to 28 in that range. I agree with that. I think we're getting between 31 and 38. And I see them getting 24. Give me a 34-28 Clemson final. Defense does its thing that they always do in big games for Clemson, and we hold them out of the end zone at the end of the game. I like it. Let's see. I'll go. Give me 31-21. I would like your situation way better than mine. Why? Because I'd feel way more comfortable with a 10-point win instead of trying to hold them out of the end zone to win the game. You know, they want to make it interesting. Especially I just kind of feel like it's going to be a dogfight. Last two game days we've had in on the last play. Yeah. With Krause. Notre Dame 2015, Louisville 2016. In the Valley. I just feel like this is just building to be one of those dogfight type of games. It seems like Clemson's going to pull it out. But it just seems like we're not going to hammer them. I'd love it if we did. Oh, my gosh. We need a statement like that. Imagine like a 45-17 to 17 win. Oh, my gosh. No chance. No chance. So, we uh liking DJ so far this year? I mean, yeah. I was as skeptical as anybody. I mean, after a 41-10 Georgia Tech win, well, I was he didn't to get look him out What's that? He did, I don't think he looked great versus Georgia Tech. He didn't, but we the amount of pressure that were on that kid yeah. was insane. And he's gotten better. I mean, last week was the best we've probably ever seen him look. He's looked better and better every single game so far. Didn't look great versus Georgia Tech. A little better versus Furman. A little more better versus LA Tech. Looked really good last week versus Wake Forest. Last week was the only game, in my opinion, that was comparison to that Notre Dame game when he played as a freshman replacing Trevor. First time he threw over 300 since then. Yeah, and he almost threw over 400. And really, it's the only game I feel like you can actually judge off of right now because Georgia Tech, terrible team. Furman, LA Tech, cupcake teams. Finally played a good team in Wake Forest. Not a great defense, but he played really good. Now he's going to play a better defense in NC State. Weather permitting, looks good again. Future's looking bright for the rest of the season. But you got to think, too, with Wake Forest, if he doesn't score basically every drive in the fourth quarter in overtime, we lose. No no doubt. Because the defense was he so was bad. Ever since what was – I can't remember the score was 28-20. We were, yeah, 28-20. And then ever he basically since that scored happened, out. He scored out. I mean, I think maybe we punted one more time after that. I'm not sure if we did. The biggest thing for me is getting more separation from receivers. Because DJ looked great, but a lot of these balls he's hitting are just 50-50 balls that we happen to get. We play better competition, NC State, whether it gets into the playoff, we still don't have that separation. We're not getting as many 50-50 balls. That's the problem, too, is he's been so accurate. And that's what I was trying to tell you when we were talking about this before is I know last year was bad, but look at everything that was going on around him. Offensive line was pathetic last year. Wide receivers were below average. I mean, even this year, like I haven't really been impressed with our wide receivers except for one true freshman. Oh, last year was a get that away. Get that out of my mind. Never want to think about it again. DJ was terrible. Defense tried to save us. We found a way to pull out a 10-win season. So that's good. It was a super down year by us. Find a way to win 10, 10 games. Let's get away from 2021, on to 2022, off to a good start. Let's keep it rolling back-to-back weeks. We won 51-45 last week versus Wake Forest. Double OT game, very close at Wake Forest, tough atmosphere. Not a big stadium, but 40,000, 50,000 fans that close to the field. It's a tough atmosphere, especially with how injured we were on, on defense. Let's bring it back hot this week. Got game day in the Valley. Going to be a hype crowd. I'm liking a little, what I say? What I say, 30... You said 31-21. Yeah. I like that. That's going to hit the over. It's going to get Clemson minus seven as well over that. little parlay, Clemson minus seven, over 45. What's that? Probably 10 bucks to win like 18 on the dollar. That's a lot. I saw something that said Clemson 
under Dabo Sweeney is nine and two against the spread in top ten matchups. Ooh. That's a good but stat. We're horrible against the spread dating back to last year. Last year was awful. I think we were like close to dead last. This year too. We've only covered one game, I think. But Tech. I think odds makers are starting to adjust. Yeah. I mean, last week was a close game. This week we're at minus seven in the valley. I like that. That's worrisome in my opinion. It is. I mean, when you see Bama at Arkansas, it now is minus 17. Yeah, exactly. They're on the road. But Bama covers. But And they're on the road, though. And I'm liking Arkansas plus 17, to be honest with you. They can score points. That's the thing is Bama's defense has Bama has not, not been good on the road. And Bama's offense really hasn't been great this year either. They, they, don't, have, they don't have the receivers they normally have. The O-line's mediocre. Who are the running backs? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think they they do have one good running back, but I don't know what kind of depth they have. It's all about – I know we're kind of – you want anything else to say about Clemson NC State? No, I'm good. Alabama doesn't look good on the road so far. You got to think of them at Texas. Texas spread them out. Texas doesn't lose their starting quarterback. Texas wins that game, in my opinion. Probably majority – Everyone in the nation's opinion. Yeah, I completely agree. Even though that backup did play pretty good, but he could barely walk. I mean, but really, and they, they still almost had the game won. Yeah. We're talking one missed tackle on Bryce Young on mm-hmm. the drive where they go down and kick the field goal. And even then, we're talking about a, a field goal, win or lose. But just look at it. If Bama's away from Tuscaloosa, they're not playing that great. Yeah, no, it's that's a trend. So I'm liking Arkansas plus 17. But it's all about the start for Arkansas. Arkansas is good at throwing the ball as long as they don't have to throw the ball. If they can play in their tempo, their rhythm, because they got a huge quarterback, huge running back. You saw it against South Carolina. Those guys weigh like, what, 500 pounds combined almost. (laughs) They're like 260 and 240. So if they can run the ball pretty good and then get the passing in here and there, I don't think Arkansas is not going to win the game. Bama's going to win, but I like Arkansas plus 17. My thing is, Arkansas, I'm going to take Bama to cover. Cover the 17? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just feel like they're kind of getting overshadowed a bit. It's not being as good as normal, but in my opinion, they're still Bama. In my opinion, they're still going to be the one or two team in the playoff. I think that Arkansas is run heavy. Like, let's look at the South Carolina game. I don't know what amount of yards they ran on them for, but probably over 300 in the game. Against South Carolina, though. Yeah, I'm just saying, but that's SEC competition at the end of the day. It's not a cupcake. It's just like a little bit above a cupcake, maybe. Yeah. And they still ran all over them, and they, that's what they are. They're run first, run heavy. So Bama hasn't been as good, but I still think they're going to be able to stop the run. That's going to put Jefferson in a really pass-often situation. And that's when Bama will force turnovers. So I'm going to take Bama and the 17. Not a lock at all because I really don't know what to expect out of that game because Arkansas coming off a loss to an A&M team that got beat by freaking App State. So who even knows with that little trio of teams, you know, and App State gets beat by James Madison last week. So I'm calling lock Arkansas plus 17. That's one of yours? Yep. Listen to this. So, this is the last four of their last five away games. Bama. Only had one this year at Texas. They won 20 to 19. Last year, when they're away from Tuscaloosa during the regular season at Auburn, they won 24 to 22 in four overtimes. Last uh, road game after that was Mississippi State. Mississippi State, not a very good team. They won 49 9. Really good win. One before that at AM, lost 41 38. One before that. At 11, Florida, won 31-29. Their last four of their last five away games have been a one-score game against good competition. Yeah. I so really that's don't why uh, That's why I'm calling Arkansas plus 17 a lot. I, don't, I think Bama wins the game probably by 10, maybe 7. I don't think Arkansas wins the game, but I'm calling plus 17 Arkansas a lot. Yeah. I kind of – I mean, there's no in-between, right? Like, Arkansas is not going to win. I agree. So it's either going to be like Bama pulls another one out on the road or they're going to smack them. No. Like, Arkansas is not going to win. No. I'll give them 5%, 10% chance to win. And at least, you know, switching gears a little bit too, but 
at least Alabama is playing some decent competition. Like, you look at someone like Clemson, who just gets dogged every year for having an awful cupcake schedule in the ACC. Look at Georgia's schedule. Georgia plays no one. It's horrible. And the lovely ESPN college football media is going to rank teams like Kentucky and Tennessee as 7A Florida. I mean, Florida wins one game against an overrated Utah team in their top ten. Well, because it's the mighty SEC, bro. That's what I'm saying. So, like – that's that's what they're going to build it up to be. So at the end of the year, you look at Georgia's schedule, and if you look on, if you ask ESPN, they're going to say, well, they had four wins against top ten teams. And those teams are going to be Kentucky, Florida, Tennessee. You know what I mean? Who do they play out of the West? They miss Bama. They miss A and M. Do is they that, play Arkansas? Arkansas? I think they miss next, Arkansas. Is Oklahoma Texas uh, in now, or is it like twenty twenty four? No, they're not in yet. I think it's twenty four. So they don't play any of those teams. Like, can we get Georgia's schedule? Uh, yeah. When we join the SEC, we can. No, I'm saying, can we get it pulled up so I can look at it? Yeah, I got you. Who's Georgia? Georgia plays Missouri this week. Tough yeah, game. Missouri's They're only favored by 29. 29. Georgia's got at Missouri, favored by 29. Then they got Auburn at home, Vanderbilt at home, Florida at home. Then they got Tennessee. Tennessee is better this year, but at home, at Mississippi State. On the road at Kentucky and then ending the year against Georgia So State. their hardest game is going to be on the road against Kentucky. On the road against Kentucky and at home versus Tennessee. Oh and that's if Tennessee continues to win. And watch Georgia absolutely smack both of those teams. How is Kentucky ranked seventh in the nation? Because they beat – didn't they beat Florida? And, like, everyone just loved it. Is Florida even in the top 25 anymore? Probably. They barely beat South Florida. No, Florida's not in the top 25. They're 2-2. Two and two. Of course, dude. Who did they lose they to? They lost to Tennessee and they lost to Kentucky. Yeah, okay. And because Tennessee and Kentucky beat Florida, who's unranked, they're top ten. Well, then Utah and Florida played. Florida wasn't ranked. And then they beat number seven Utah and, like, jumped up to 11 or 12. Yeah, in one game. <laughs> That's an ACC school that does it, Utah. They might make it to 20. Yeah, I mean, you see it all the time with a team like Pittsburgh. Like, nope. if Pittsburgh would have beaten Tennessee – would Pittsburgh be ranked seventh or eighth? No. No. Definitely. And that game was an overtime. Was that overtime no. or double overtime? Uh, it was Tennessee. one of the two. They overtime Tennessee 34-27. Yeah, so beat them by a touchdown in overtime. If that game just one play goes the other way, Pittsburgh wins it. I promise you they're not top ten. Tennessee was number 24, beat number 17 Pitt in OT, jumped up to 15 the next week. Yeah, then they beat Akron. An unranked Florida team. No, they beat Florida by 20. Or Florida was ranked 20. 38-33. And that came down to a Hail Mary. So they went, Tennessee went from 15 to 11 after beating Akron, a nobody. And then beat Florida, 20 Florida, and jumped up to 8. But there was probably some top 10 losses. I know Oklahoma lost, so they fell down. Uh, I don't know who else lost. No I'm one not opposed to them being up there. No. I'm opposed to how they're getting there. It just helps when you're in the SEC, bro. This isn't anything new. They've done this every single year. But we'll see. When we get the playoff times. None of them will be there. When we get the bowl games, it'll be Bama or it'll be Georgia. Or both. It will be both. More than likely. In Ohio State. And we put, just think about it right now. Say Clemson wins out, we're in. Ohio State wins out, they're in. Or Michigan, but probably Ohio State. And then you got, say, Georgia, Bama. One of those win. Do you put a one-loss... Georgia or Bama in over Pac-12, Big 12 is out of it. Big 12, Oklahoma, if they win the championship, do you get put in? Well, the Big 12 is out. They're already done. If Oklahoma wins out with the championship? They're done. You think? Yep. Over a one-loss SEC school, no championship? Yep. But in the scenario that one of those SEC's teams misses out is if we get an undefeated USC out of the Pac-12. Which they survived against Oregon State last week, and I find it highly unlikely that they're going to run the table. But if they do, they're definitely in over whichever Bama Georgia loses. Let's look at them. USC's got Arizona State at home. That's easy dub. Easy dub. Washington State at home should be a win, but a little bit of a test. They just gave Washington Oregon State's a three and one. big old game though. Washington State. 
Yeah. They yeah. had them beat and gave up like 28 points in the fourth. Yeah, Washington Give me USC State. in that game. Yep. Washington State lost 44-41 to against Oregon at home. And we got USC at Utah. Number six versus number 12. That could go either way. USC at Arizona. Do they get Oregon? Nope. So Pac-12 championships, the only way they play Oregon. Yep. Well, and then you so got, in my opinion, they only Utah or championship against Oregon, they could drop one of those. UCLA's undefeated right now. Yeah, but they're so horrible. Let's look at their wins. They've beat, they will get beat tonight. They beat Colorado. Awful. They beat South Alabama by one point. I heard they were good. <laughs> they beat Alabama State by 38. They're as good as South Alabama. And they beat Bowling Green by 28. Really tough. A lot of good competition. They got Washington tonight. And watch what Washington does to them. Uh, that spread's minus two and a half. Oh, here's the thing. Let me let me get this out there. This is my other lock. I got a Friday night lock. Friday night lock. See it. Here's the thing. I love Washington minus two and a half, but that's not the lock. <sighs> Give me over 65 and a half. On that game? Yep. Look at those two quarterbacks. I think they have a combined two interceptions and a combined, is it 20 touchdowns? 20 touchdowns. I mean, Penix is a transfer from Indiana, I think. And the UCLA quarterback seems like he's been there for 40 years. Isn't that the guy with the hyphenated name, something Robinson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been there Thompson for 40 Robinson. years. He's definitely been there for 40 years. So, so Friday night lock, ladies and gentlemen, over Washington, UCLA. You got 65 and a half, you said? 65 and a half. I've hammered I don't have that. it pulled up right now. With my own Washington money, Washington minus it. two and a half on the road at UCLA. I like that. I'm I'm not calling it a lot. I won't call it a lot. But I like, I like it. it. I like it a lot. I like it too. Who's Washington beat? They just smacked Michigan State. They beat Michigan State by 11. They beat Stanford by 18. Oh, man, they beat Portland State by 46. But if you look at that Michigan State game, the final was 11. They jumped on them. Like, it wasn't close. It was 29 to 8 at half. Yeah, it wasn't close. Then it was 36 to 14 after the third, and then Michigan State scored 14 in the fourth. Washington got a field goal. Yeah, they they whooped them. Okay. So give me Washington minus 2.5. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm locking it in. Locking it in. I'll do it. So we're locking the minus two and a half and the over. Yeah. Just Are we give locking me the parlay? Washington to score a lot of points. We locking the parlay? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, what? just give me the minus two and a half. Let's, let's do individual bets this week. No. I can't do it. I'm not feeling a parlay. That's the, that's, okay. We'll lock the individual bets, but we're going to throw some crazy parlays in there. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely play a parlay. We'll go parlay. I'm not right crazy. Let's, here's, here's parlay to play. Over Washington. Washington spread. Give me over Clemson, NC State. For me personally, give me Arkansas spread. 14 okay. parlay, probably $10 to win, I don't know, 70 Probably. Probably something like it. Yeah. We'll have to lock it you in want to lock. we get. We got to get this episode out quick because that's a Friday night lock, so better we listen to it. it. We should have it out in plenty of time. We'll have, we should we'll be have it out. Y'all we'll have it out in quick. order for you guys to lock in this Washington game tonight. We'll throw a post up. Hit. We'll throw a post up in case you don't listen to the episode. Tonight, we'll throw it on the IG. Get the locks in. Individual bet. You want to make that money? Parlam. Washington spread. Washington over. Clemson over. Arkansas spread for me. I know Austin didn't say that, so he might he might give you something a little different. I'm not opposed to the Arkansas spread. I just don't love it. Like I really love those other three. Okay. I'm throwing the fourth in. Maybe leave it at three with Austin. You riding with the good guy, then throw it in four. You know, you get paid a little more, but I like it. You know what I'm also looking at right now? What we got? I'm looking at a Wake Forest, Florida Plus State. Seven. I'm looking at the over. What's the over? 66. Ooh, I know Wake Forest is bad. Can FSU score that much? Oh, yeah. They got a good O? Uh, I don't think they have a great O, but they're scoring points. Let's look, at, Wake let's look at them so far. Sucks. Florida State, 47 against that team. I can never say their name. Who? I don't know. What is that? Say the name. <laughs> Say it. Spell it. D U Q U E S N E. Decusne. That's not right. <laughs> and then they scored 24 <laughs> against LSU. 
We got 35 on the road against Louisville, and then they hung 44 on Boston College. Boston College. So they can score. Yeah, they do. But I mean, hanging 40, beating them 44 to 14. What more can you ask of them? The Knowles and how bad they've been the last few years. That's a great 4-0 start. So we want a little 5-6 thing parlay. Well, we like. Let's talk about Wake uh, FSU real quick. Wake's underdog by seven points. Yeah, I don't really get that. I don't either. I like Wake money line. Oh, I'm gonna take the Knowles. I want the Knowles to win. Me too. Because that'll look better for us. But you know the thing about it is the more they win, dude, they have a brutal three game stretch. Let's talk about that. Florida State goes home Wake Forest at NC State home Clemson. That's brutal. That's a rough uh, end of September, start of October. Let's see the SEC do that. Oh, you might get dogged on for that one. Vanderbilt is the only team that plays like three good teams in a row in the SEC. (laughs) Vanderbilt. That's because no one cares if they win. So let's let's finish up Wake FSU. So I'm kind of liking moneyline Wake. What are you thinking? ESPN gives Florida State a 73.5 percent chance to win the game. Wow, that's crazy. I hate that. I don't either. I think it's 50-50. The reason I like the over is because Wake's defense is terrible. Give me the over in every game Wake plays this year. No. Because Sam Hartman is a beast. He's completing 64% of his passes, 962 yards, 13 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, and he missed the first game. No. And then you got Jordan Travis, who has been banged up also for Florida State, but he's thrown for 945 yards, only one interception. Not near the amount of touchdowns because Florida State runs the ball a lot more. But I can't even believe Florida State's 4-0, to be honest with you. I picked against them in the Louisville game. I did pick with them against LSU. But I picked against them in the Louisville game, and they won. So I can't even believe they're 4-0. Give me the Knowles to go 5-0. and uh, Give me Wake to cover 7. Here's a little crazy 17 parlay for you if you're feeling crazy. 7. You better get it in tonight. Not 17, but seven legs. Washington minus two and a half. Mm -hmm. Washington over 65 and a half. Wake FSU over 66 and a half. Wake FSU, Wake six and a half, plus six and a half. Arkansas plus 17 and a half. Clemson minus six and a half. Clemson NC State over 45. $10 to win $830. Oh my gosh. What are we thinking? I might throw, like, two bucks on it. I mean, you're going to throw two, throw ten. Yeah, but we're getting low in the account, man. <laughs> you know, you got to be careful with these extra dollars you got. Two, for sure. two bucks to sure. 166 You know, we'll, we'll get crazy. We'll throw $3.50. Okay, I like that. I like that. <laughs> hey, if it hits, it's all we won't be low anymore. Lock is in, boys. Crazy parlay, the, crazy parlay of the weekend. All right? It's a seven-leg parlay. But locks, give me Washington, minus two and a half. Ooh, no, I'll take that back. My lock, my locks are over Clemson, NC State, and Arkansas plus 17 and a half. Okay. Those are my two locks. What are your two locks? Give me – I'm going overs. Give me the Washington, UCLA over. Give me the Florida State, Wake Forest over. All right. I'm pulling for points. There's nothing more fun to do in sports. Let's go. If you bet Never unders, bet the under. you're a bum. Never bet the under. If you bet unders, you're a bum. It's just not fun to watch. All right, let's switch gears a let's little bit. To, you want to get to the NFL? Let's go NFL. Let's talk a couple locks before we sign off. What we like, what we don't like about the NFL slate on Sunday. I'll tell you what I like. I'm not going to bet on this game because I have no idea what to think about either of these teams. But what am I going to like to watch? Jags, Eagles. Eagles minus six and a half. No. I have no idea what's going to happen. Trevor Lawrence looks like he did at Clemson. They just destroyed the Chargers. It was very bad. What happened? I don't know. Is this the breakout year by Trevor? I really hope so because I banked on him on fantasy. Destroyed the Colts. Didn't even allow a point. Allowed ten points to the Chargers. And then who'd they lose to? Their defense has definitely improved, too. Well, Their they loss, spent a lot of money on the defense. I know that. They got beat by the Commanders first game. Ooh. First game of the year, though. First game of the year. Not They've the, clearly not bounced the best back. Loss. You know who I'm impressed with this year? They just had a bad loss. The Lions. 
I mean, you can only go up, right? They had a very bad loss to the Vikings. I think they started to play a little conservative there towards the end. But think about how close they played the Eagles. Well, the score was close. It was close. They battled back. Closer than the Vikings. But the game but then was they closer. Lost the, Vikings. <laughs> the Vikings game was closer, though. But the Lions are actually scoring points. I mean, it was 31 to 14 Philly. And they took their foot off the gas. Nope. But the Lions are still with what the Lions have been, they've impressed me. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. They got a good target. They got a steal there. What'd they get him in the sixth round? I mean, it Something was late. crazy. Was he even drafted? That I don't know. I have to ask my dad on that one. He's a diehard Lions fan. Here's this. Been disappointed for 61 <laughs> years, however old you are. Just permanent disappointment. Here's <laughs> one of my locks. I'm going to go ahead and throw this in NFL. NFL lock. What we got? You talked me into it. Give me Detroit minus three and a half. I was looking at that against Seattle. Atlanta just beat Seattle. And you got Detroit at home. I like that. I'm double Give locked. me Detroit minus three and a half. I like it. I'll tell you what. That's a lock for Sunday, no doubt. Bet his place at the moment. tell you what, there's another one that I'm pretty sure Zach Wilson is on pace to play Sunday. Pittsburgh is minus three and a half. Against New York. They're both one and two. But the Jets, with Flacco, have been fairly competitive. I mean... I don't know how, but they are. Me neither. They're still horrible. Don't get me wrong. They're still horrible. But Pittsburgh is also horrible. And Trubisky is maybe the worst quarterback in the NFL. I got a lock for you right here. Let's hear it. Arizona Cardinals minus one against the Panthers. Uh, Mine says Panthers minus one. What? Yeah, I'm 100%. Give me an alt spread. I'm not on ESPN. I'm on my betting website. Okay, I'm just going through slate here. How are we favored? Here's the thing, though. Arizona has looked bad, haven't they? Give me an alt three or an alt spread for better odds. I'll take Cardinals minus three. Well? Give me the payout on that. I mean, I'll do an alt spread because Panthers are not going to win that football game. I don't, unless we score another defense touchdown, only reason we won against the Saints, we can't score. I mean, Murray's not a turnover machine. He no. hasn't been great. He's better than Baker. No, Baker's been awful. Yeah, that's a surprising line for me. I mean, you look at the Cardinals' two losses, Chiefs, Rams. Rams haven't been great so far, but they're still a pretty good team. Chiefs just lost the Colts, but they always lose the Colts for some reason. Well, I mean – the Rams are 2-1 and one with only an opening night loss to Buffalo. Yeah. They haven't been great, though. Stafford's been not good. That Jaguars-Eagles game is uh, interesting. I just don't know what's going to happen because if you'd have told me preseason, hey, Philly will be the last unbeaten team, probably call you crazy. You had told me the Jags beat the Chargers 38-10 to in the third week, I'd have told you you're crazy. Well, if you look up that combined score, if you say, hey – not only that, they're also going to beat the Colts, and they're going to shut them out. No. Not believing you. No. So come week four, I have no idea what's going to happen. you got to think Philly's going to win the game, right? Playing at home, it's hard to win in Philly. Yep. Jags are so young. They're not ready to be great, but they're better. Six and a half. And you're traveling across the nation. You're going from – they just played in L.A. Now you got to go play in Philly. Yep. They're coming off a really big win. I might like Philly minus six and a half. I just don't feel good about it either way. It's not a lock. Not a lock. But I think I like Philly minus six and a half. Jags are coming off a big win. Two big wins. 24-0 against the Colts. 38-10 versus the Chargers. They're hot. I'll tell you this. If they find a way to win the football game, or even almost win it. They find a way to win the football game. There's a lot of attention on the Jags with their new coach and Doug Peterson. And watch out AFC South. If they even keep it close. Because the Colts have been horrible. Matt Ryan's horrible. The Titans have been horrible. And who am I missing? The, the Texans. I got a who crazy are the worst team. football team maybe in the league? I got a crazy stat for you here. Let's hear it. Doug Peterson just tied Urban Meyer for the fifth most wins <laughs> in Jaguars history. With two. And he's coached three games. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if it's more sad that he's already tied him or more sad that that's fifth most. Well, the Jaguars did come around in 96. They had Tom Coughlin. I know he was a coach for a little bit. 
uh, Peterson's probably only their fifth coach. Have they had more? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe an interim coach. Well, let's right, get let's, let's get, get to the primetime games. Let's, let's get one more night. lock. Let's get one more lock. All right, per person here, and uh, we'll wrap it up on that. Uh, my lock. Give me Cardinals minus one. I'll tell you mine. With a banged up team, I know they're going to have some weapons back, but they still haven't figured it out. Give me Chiefs money line. It's a pick on mine. It's a pick them, yeah. Give yep. me Chiefs money line. At Tampa Bay. Yep. Primetime Sunday night. I just don't think, as good as the Bucks' defense is, the offense just doesn't have it figured out quite yet, and they will. I know Evans will be back. I don't know about Godwin. Don't know about Godwin. Jones. Oh, sorry, guys. Turn your alarm off. Godwin man. took a uh, veteran's day, but I don't know why. Because he's been injured. Yeah. Like, how many days off do you need? Was that on a Wednesday? He probably did. It was yesterday. Thursday. He was limited on Wednesday. He's been out with a hamstring, and then yesterday took a veteran's day. Gotcha. So Julio's still hurt. Last week they were playing a bunch of guys at receiver I'd never heard of, and scored twelve points. All right, well, we got uh, locked by me, Cardinals minus one, and we got Chiefs pick them. I like awesome. it. I feel way better about our college picks, I'll say that. NFL is hit or miss sometimes, man. The NFL completely I think takes college my money. is hit or miss, too. It is, but the NFL seems to take my money a lot more often. Definitely. Well, man, we're back. Episode 45 overall, season two, episode one. Two years in the making. Me and Austin talked about this. You might have seen the post on the IG about a month ago. We were trying to get everything together. Finally got it all figured out. Hopefully the audio quality is a little better. But we're back. We're happy to be back. Happy to talk some football. We're coming at you probably once a week right now. Uh, probably talk maybe a Thursday, Friday night thing. And uh, get our football picks out. And then uh, once Austin gets himself cleared up with his schedule in mid-October, we might switch it to twice a week. But we're happy to be back, man. Uh, let's wrap it up. Sub-Zero Sports, back in action. Uh, like he said, coming at you once a week. Man, we've talked about it and we posted about it recently, but we've been idea in the making for a while now. I mean, yeah. we've been talking about this quite a bit over the last it. few months. Probably the beginning of summer, we were like, man, we need to get the podcast back going. Yeah, for sure. And just a lot went on. You know, once uh, we stopped doing it, Austin had just started working full-time, and then he moved away for – seven months uh but he's back back in town upstate south carolina we're happy to happy to get it back hope y'all enjoy it all right we'll be back with another episode we'll make some posts about these locks make sure you get your bets in sub zero sports thank you guys for listening we're out